Because Courageous is just coming out in theaters at the time of this podcast recording, the first couple minutes of this episode will be spoiler-free, so you can listen to the episode and not worry about being spoiled, but go see the movie. just watching episode 27, Courageous. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and I am thrilled to share with you a little review of a movie that I have been excited to talk about for a while, but because I'm a reviewer, I'm not allowed to talk about until the movie actually comes out, and that is the movie Courageous. Now, There isn't all that much to talk about from a critical thinking perspective because a movie like Courageous is made by Christians, so they get so much of it right. Now, that doesn't mean we need to turn off our critical thinking engines, but it does mean that we can relax a little bit and enjoy some things. And like I said in the intro, the first couple minutes of this will be spoiler free because I don't want to mess anything up for you, but Courageous is a a wonderful movie from the makers of Fireproof and Flywheel and several other movies. And already from that mention, you might be thinking, oh, those movies don't have that great of acting. And yes, I agree with you. Fireproof, not very well acted, but very, very great message in Fireproof. Courageous, however, I would say is much better acted Uh, There are still the hokey scenes and bad acting and such, and yeah, that kind of unfortunately comes with the territory right now, although it shouldn't. But the acting is much better, and again, Courageous just carries such a powerful message to it of fathers being fathers to your children, and especially to sons. I highly encourage you to check it out, especially this opening weekend. If you're hearing this in time that it's still opening weekend, please, please go watch Courageous because opening weekend means so much to Hollywood and to theaters and to movies. So the more people we can get going to see Courageous now on opening weekend, the stronger of a statement that will make to the world. And also, it just helps promote the movie all that more when it makes it into the top charts for the weekend so people can see, oh, this looks like an interesting movie. Maybe I'll go see it. It would be great to get a lot of people going to see it and lives being changed or ideas being challenged from the spiritual truths that are in Courageous. I think that Courageous was uh, not only a very challenging movie, it's it's not one of those that will uh, make you cry throughout the movie like Fireproof might have, uh, but Courageous does have its moments where you will probably be crying because it's such a touching moment or painful moment, and yet it has times where you'll be crying out of laughter because oh, it is hilarious in so many places. And I got to watch it at a screening even with a ministry group, and we were laughing so hard in places. I was crying from it, and it was it's very enjoyable, very fun movie, and uh, very 
It, it even has action inside of it. It's about police officers. It has action inside of it. And believe it or not, there's actually gunshots fired. So you might want to consider whether uh, a gunfight is appropriate for your kids. Uh, you don't see like lots of blood and stuff like that. But and I think that this is a, a better scenario of a gunfight where it's it's forced upon uh, the situation. It's not where a bad guy just goes in and shoots up the good guys or vice versa, as you see in many movies today. But uh, it's and it's not violence for the sake of violence. It's telling the story and it's part of the story. And you get to know these characters a bit in the movie and uh, understand and relate with many of them. And you, you'll find yourself a part of this community. And I found myself, even though I don't have kids, and uh, it'll, I don't know when God will bless us with children, but I'm not a father yet. I'm just a husband right now. But there were several things that I caught in the movie as like tips for fathers or things that fathers could be doing for their children or should be doing. And that's the whole thrust of Courageous is at one point a father says, I've only been doing about half of what God wants me to do to be a godly father. And that is, you know, I'm not sure how many Christian fathers can even claim half of that. And sometimes they they just don't know to work harder. Sometimes they don't care to work harder. Whatever the case, Courageous is a wonderful movie, uh, very encouraging and very strengthening to fathers as leaders of their families. It is so much better of a movie to watch with dads than Tree of Life was. Tree of Life, I screened that a while back, and that was before I was... Uh, self-employed, so I didn't have the time to release a review of it. But Tree of Life was a weird movie and just a a story of a troubled child and troubled father and their conflicts and very deep. And it has a dinosaur in it and galaxy pictures and stuff. It's, It's kind of weird. But then on this side is Courageous, which has a, a great message and it's a very fun movie too. And it has its twists and turns. And I might mention some of those later, but I do strongly encourage you, please go watch Courageous. Take your family with you. If you can't afford to go on Friday night, go Saturday afternoon to a matinee and save some money or or go after church on Sunday. Try and get as many people from your church to go see Courageous. It is worth it. When you go... This is this is going to sound so bad, but try to ignore some of the cheesier acting in it. Yes, you're going to see it. I know. But don't let your critical thinking go toward being critical of the acting. See, that's not what critical thinking is. That's what criticism is. Yes, the movie can be criticized for certain acting type of things and maybe a plot hole here and there, but it's it's so powerful of a message. Now, there are some things brought up in the movie that I will mention after the spoiler warning break, but there are some things that bring up some good discussion and some things that we need to be asking ourselves and also consider what should we be doing with the movie as it mentions these things. But I'll get to that after the break. Now, Courageous was released by Sherwood Pictures and 
Michael Catt is the senior pastor of Sherwood Baptist Church. I'll be having him on the podcast very soon, so I would love to hear what questions you would like me to ask him after you've seen the movie or even just from your experience of what Sherwood Pictures has done. Please let me know what kind of questions you'd like to ask Pastor Michael Catt, and I will include those as I interview him quite soon. You can send those questions to feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332. Before I get into the section containing some spoilers, please remember today, Friday, September 30th, is the last day that you can nominate us for the podcast awards. So please go to areyoujustwatching.com slash podcast awards so you can see how to nominate all of the Noodle Mix Networks Noodle Mix Network podcasts for awards, and we would be very grateful for that if you could nominate us, and that will help us get better coverage and even more. And if, by the way, if you are a new listener to the show from either the Ramen Noodle or Christian Comedy Podcast, which is now merged into the Ramen Noodle, then welcome, and I hope that you will benefit from this as an exercise. And, and critical thinking and be encouraged spiritually as well. So that's it for the pre-spoiler section. If you don't want to be spoiled, then pause the recording now and come back and listen after you watch the movie, hopefully this opening weekend or very soon after you hear this episode. If you don't mind being spoiled or you've watched the movie, then go ahead and keep listening as I now will share some things that contain spoilers. So Courageous is about several fathers. It's about four, actually five fathers, as we see them very well represented of fathers in different places in their lives, in culture, in their spiritual growth. We see a, and I feel like giving disclaimers again, this will contain spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen yet. Come back later. We see a young guy who is a father out of marriage, and he decides that he he realizes that he hasn't been the father he needed to be. He broke his relationship up with this girl that he never even married. He got her pregnant before they were even married, and he realizes he needs to make things right and be a father to his daughter, and perhaps build a relationship with uh, this woman and we would assume work toward marrying her the thing the right thing that he should do we see a father who or a couple fathers who are strong christians and are challenged to become better fathers because of what they're hearing in scripture and seeing in life and we see a father who kind of like the seed that sprang up on the rock in uh, Mark, in the parable that God, that Jesus told of the sower and the seeds, kind of like that seed that springs up on the rock. This one father gets really excited and or agrees to this, but then falls by the wayside and actually falls into uh, sin and has to reap the consequences of that. But that's where another father steps in. I think that this this isn't just a movie for fathers. This is a movie for whole families and encouraging fathers to be fathers and wives out there. When you watch this movie, don't look at it as 
this is for your husband or this will fix your husband or anything like that. But look at it as a way to encourage your husband and encourage him to be the husband and father that God wants him to be. Not that you want him to be, but that God wants him to be. Just like we need to have the marriage that God wants us to have, not what we want, but what God wants. I got a couple things from this as just some tips for fathering. And one of those is that it's important for fathers to approach the children on their level and speak with them on their level. We see the main character struggle with, it's almost like favoritism. It is favoritism with his kids and his son sees that and it it's off-putting to his son as the father is more more loving and caring toward his daughter but then major spoiler the daughter dies uh, in a in an accident they he loses his daughter and that's what really pushes him to realize i have not been the father that i need to be and so he tries to be that father to the one child that he has left. So it's it's challenging in that. But also we see, uh, because these are officers, they're dealing with crime, and we hear some messages or some challenges from the police chief of telling them that, hey, here are these statistics that say that fatherless children are more likely to be involved in gangs, more likely to be involved in drugs and all of this. And those are real statistics. That's not just made up stuff. That is real statistics. And you've probably seen this, or maybe you're intimately familiar with this fact on your own, that when a father is absent, then the children can go astray. And it's so important for the father to be there to raise his children. It's important for both parents to be there and to be there together and for their children to see the parents love each other and that the parents are serving God. Amid the the loss of his daughter Alex, the or Adam, the main character, is going through this really hard time. And at some point, it said that they need to make some sense out of this, being the loss of his daughter. And yeah, that's going to be hard to do. It is hard to make sense out of loss especially when it's so close to us. We're going to talk about this more, why is there death and suffering in this world, and how could a loving God allow this kind of stuff, when someday we get to review Soul Surfer and discuss that a little bit more from a critical thinking perspective on a topical episode coming up there. But here it is that question of, how can I make some sense of this? Later on, A godly man says, God doesn't promise an explanation, only to walk with us. I remember studying Job and seeing all of these bad things that happened to Job in Scripture and terrible stuff, and he loses his children and all of this. And at the end, he repents and realizes his place, and he comes humbly before God and realizes God's place, really. And the story ends. And we never see Job receiving any kind of explanation from God. 
And sure enough, Scripture does not promise an explanation for us. There are lots of things that we as Christians say, when I get to heaven someday, I'm going to ask God about this or this or that and all of this. But God never promises an explanation, but he does promise to never leave us and to never forsake us. During during the time when Adam is really challenged to to reach out to his son, his last child that he has. He says, God wants me to bring out the man in my son. And I thought that is an awesome quote, that fathers should be bringing out the men in their sons. We shouldn't just be, I, I say we, meaning I'm going to be a father someday, Lord willing. So that's why I'm saying we, but We shouldn't just raise our sons to be boys. We need to raise them to be men, men of God. And Courageous illustrates that really well and provides some great challenges to that, as well as raising some great discussion points like why do bad things happen or uh, where is God in the storm of life when, when bad things happen? And also, how do we handle sin? Uh, among our friends? How do we make up for mistakes that we've made in the past? How do we, re- re- how do we restore relationships? Courageous is a wonderful movie. And this is, I know, only a short review. And it's been several weeks since I've gotten to see it. But I do hope to see it again in the theaters to try and support it. It is a movie that I highly recommend you watch. So please go watch Courageous. Let me know what you think of it. And also let me know what questions you would like me to ask Pastor Michael Cat on your behalf. And you can send those questions via uh, voicemail to 859-353-4332. Or you can email. It can be audio or uh, written message to feedback at noodle.mx. And it would be great to have some audio things that I can play for Michael Cat so he could hear the questions or you could write it down. It's either way that works better for you. And also you can comment in the show notes for this episode that is at areyoujustwatching.com slash 27. Please remember the PodCamp Awards so you can vote for us at areyoujustwatching.com slash podcamp or not PodCamp Awards, Podcast Awards. Uh, I'm, I'm so distracted working with PodCamp Cincinnati, which, by the way, awesome social media conference coming, Cincinnati's first social media conference. You're all invited. $20 tickets. Uh, you can check it out at PodCampCincinnati.com. But anyway, that's something else. Podcast Awards is the thing that I want you to definitely nominate us for. So check out areyoujustwatching.com slash podcast awards so that you can help us out to help promote the show and bring more listeners to us. Please remember that I am also a self-employed web designer. And if you'd like a web site designed or cover art for your podcast, I would love to help you out. Email me directly, daniel at djosephdesign.com. So please go see Courageous. Let me know what you think. Feedback at noodle.mx or 859-353-4332. Follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. For E. Franklin, I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.
and Don't Just Watch. Are You Just Watching is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx. Our opening vocal talent was thanks to Mariah. The theme song is used courtesy of Answers in Genesis. For more great podcasts like this one, visit the Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx. That's noodle.mx. Noodle.mx.